coming on. Happy Wednesday. Pete Callender here. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. The phone number is 704-570-1110 and 1-800-WBT-1110. Uh, quick programming note, I was wrong. I am actually off on Friday, so <laughs> tomorrow will be the last day. I thought I was here all week. Um, <clears throat> and apparently I... Yeah, I, I have not taken enough vacation days this year, <laughs> so I got so I'm off on Friday. Chad Adams will be filling in for me. I do appreciate that. Uh, you're in good hands with Chad. And uh, what have we got going on here today? The uh, oh, hang on. Yes, CMS Charlotte Mecklenburg Schools has a new superintendent. That is breaking news. A new superintendent for Charlotte Mecklenburg Schools. So uh, congratulations to is it. Uh, Crystal Hill or Kristen Hill, I think, is her name. The uh, wait. hang on, we have breaking news. Well, CMS now needs another superintendent. CMS looking for a new superintendent. Uh, this would be now the what fifth one in as uh, many months, I believe. That no, CMS has a new superintendent. Everybody, they've they've hired another one. There we go. So we've we've got a new superintendent. Congratulations are in order. CMS, keeping the breaking news sounder business in business. So let's talk about the USBS Act. That's what I'm calling it. It's the BS Act. Bees and salmon. Those are the real big winners, I think. Although I think the bees, it's going to be a bit of a pyrrhic victory. I think it's going to seem like a good thing first, uh, at first, and then it's uh, and then it's not. There's going to be a lot of massacres of bees all over the highways. No, not not drunk flying. No, it's this this uh this big USBS act that they're getting ready to pass, aka the omnibus. It's got a whole bunch of money to create pollinator friendly practices on roadsides and highway rights of way. What could go wrong? Let's let's attract all of these flying insects all over the roads. All on the sides of the roads, in between the roads, all over the place. Look, I am as a as big of a fan as the honeybee as you will find. I mean, not to the extent that I donate any money to their causes, I mean aside from tax dollars, but uh I am I'm down with the honeybee. I'm concerned that the honeybees are dying. I I try to protect the honeybees if I see one out. And I recognize it as a honeybee. I don't kill it. Honeybees are vital. They're important. I recognize this. But I wonder about the unintended consequences here of putting a bunch of money, $3 million, towards a program that will induce the honeybees to the sides of our roads. I mean, can't we just rescind Title 42 and then all the bees will just flood our, our, our borders? They'll just be here anyway. And then we'll give them amnesty, sorry, path to citizenship or something, right? Then we, we give them a way to get legal and then they can go anywhere. Why do we have to attract them right at these, right, right alongside the roads? Right? We're, we're going to be busting bees here. Busting them, not arresting, busting them on the bumpers, on our windshields. We're going to be killing bees all over the roads. Do they not think about this? Have they driven on, well, I was going to say an interstate, but up in D.C., the, even the interstates don't move very quickly. So maybe that's 
Maybe that's the failure. Uh, also, they're going to give grant money to state departments of transportation as well as Native American tribes and federal land management agencies for activities to benefit pollinators on roadsides and highway rights of way, like planting certain types of fauna. I believe that's like bushes and trees and such, flowers, right? As flowers makes the most, well, I guess bushes also. I mean, well, maybe there are some trees that bees like too. I don't know. I'm not an expert. They're also going to be implementing, quote, certain mowing strategies. Certain mowing strategies. That's according to foxbusiness.com. Certain mowing strategies, which I assume is don't mow the flowers. I think that's what the strategy there is. Don't mow over the flowers that are attracting the bees. How else then will we spare their lives from the mower in order to bash them on our windshields? Um, I mean, it, it, so look, I remember this idea with birds for the migratory birds. It makes sense, right? You got all these highways, you got um, the areas in between them, uh, there you know, grassy areas and woods and stuff. And that makes sense because birds generally don't fly in front of your car. They see the car, they're like, oh, that's probably dangerous. I'm scared of that. Let me get out of the way of that thing. Birds, not, they don't really, you don't really, I mean, planes, apparently, they think are birds, and they fly right into the engines of those, but but cars, no. But attracting bees to the sides of the roads, also, I wonder, I mean, this is like that scene out of, what was it, Black Sheep or Tommy Boy? I always get them confused. I think it was Black Sheep with uh, Chris Farley. David Spade, right, where they get pulled over, and so he just jumps out of the car, and he's like, you know, screaming he's being attacked by bees, and then the cops leave him because they don't want to be attacked by the bees. I'm allergic. So, uh, yeah, what happens? You, you got a flat tire. You pull over. Oh, my God. Now there are all these bees on the side of the road. You got little kids. They're going to freak out. I'm just thinking, I'm trying to see all of the angles here because far be it for me to suggest that out of a 4,155-page spending bill totaling $1.7 trillion, there might be some unintended consequences here. I know you want to fund all the programs. I know you want to bring back the bacon to your district. But I am wondering if we're actually setting up the bees for a massacre. What else is in the uh, omnibus spending? Oh, the salmon. Right, the salmon. And now, to be fair, to be fair, other fish are getting money, too. So don't worry, other fish. I mean, not a lot of other fish. Salmon. For some reason, salmon, I mean, it. it salmon is the best-tasting fish. So, uh, but maybe that's why it gets all the money. I don't know. But there are, uh, the, don't worry, there are programs, you know, earmarked for other fish. But salmon is always the winner. Salmon always gets a lot of love from the government. It's got to be their lobbyists. It has to be. Big salmon, lobbyists, it has to be. They're getting a bunch of money. And we have to do this, by the way. We have to pass the USBS Act because Congress hasn't done its job. And so now it needs to do its job, like, you know, racing through a uh, an essay uh, the morning of its, uh, the assignment is due, right? You're You're racing through trying to trying to write 500 words about some topic you have no idea. It's like the book report that you didn't read the book, and now you got to write the report, so you use very, 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 very all the time. Or you just read out of the binder that somebody else wrote for you, sort of like our uh, the press secretary there. Or, or Kamala Harris. That's true. Or Kamala Harris. Let me go over here to Ralph. Hello, Ralph. Welcome to the show. 
Pete, this is very troubling, and I am very afraid. I'm afraid that we're going to get large swarms mm. of MS-13 bees coming up and starting organized crime, you know, hives. And and this could be just the downfall of, of public safety in America. MS-13, uh, well, remember, there were the killer bees that were supposedly coming up from like Central or South America a couple of years ago, so maybe this is what they're talking about, the MS-13 bees. Very troubling, Pete. Very, Very troubling. troubling. I hadn't even thought of that. See, thank you, Ralph. I appreciate it. That See, this, these are the kinds of questions that I wonder if the people in Congress have considered, right, before they ram through this $1.7 trillion spending bill. Have they even considered the MS-13 bees? I don't think they have. Talk 1110-993-WBT. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, happy Kwanzaa. Merry Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. Merry? Merry Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. I don't know which one works better. I feel like there should be an alliteration. But then it starts with a K, so probably not a good idea. But it should have its own, you know... Although, Happy Hanukkah, Happy New Year. It's the same tune. Okay, so anyway. All right, so the uh, the BS Act here. Oh, wait, hang on. Hang on, breaking news. CMS now looking for a new superintendent yet again. All right, that is uh, twice now in the last hour, it appears. CMS just cannot seem to keep... Uh, oh, wait, hang on. Oh, there you go. They've, they've hired a new CMS uh, superintendent. Congratulations to the new super at... CMS, good job. Really, uh, really bold leadership there in the choice that uh, the school board made. Congratulations, good stuff. So, one point seven trillion dollar omnibus spending bill, or as I call it, the USBS Act. This is uh, the B and Salmon Act. B and Salmon, because we're going to spend three million dollars to make our roadsides pollinator friendly places. So, all the bees are going to get attracted to the sides of the interstates, where I think they're going to get killed. Um, because they don't just, they don't just hang around the flowers, right? Don't, do they, they fly around like outside of flowers. And so they're going to go into the road and then you're going to hit them and you're going to have all these bee guts all over your car. I don't know. Maybe the juice is worth the squeeze on that. Maybe you get so many bees and they just reproduce like rabbits. And I don't know how many, do bees reproduce quickly? See, these are the questions that I think we should know. And you would get to know if these things were fully vetted through the the regular order in Congress through a committee. We would actually get committee hearings. We would hear, or committee meetings, I should say, and they would have discussions. They would bring in the beekeeper people and they'd be like, don't put them on the sides of the road. Or maybe they would say, do put them on the sides of the road because you pack them all together. They're going to multiply and uh, like rabbits and... And then we need to kill some of them in order to maintain a balance. And so that's where the cars come in. I don't know. And then salmon, big salmon, $65 million for the big salmon lobby for necessary expenses associated with the restoration of Pacific salmon populations. 
So this is like uh, it's like a, a sports league. You got your Atlantic salmon, you got your Pacific salmon, and they they meet once a year at the at the end to see who's top. One earmark included in the spending bill asks for three point six million dollars for a project called the Michelle Obama Trail in Georgia. They're making a yeah, they're making a, a hiking trail named after Michelle Obama for $3.6 million, which is weird because I thought we were boycotting Georgia because it's Jim Crow 2.0. Weird. So who is going to be walking, like, who are you trying to attract to the Michelle Obama trail if we're boycotting the state? I, it's just weird. All right, so what else have we got? Luckily, Congressman Dan Bishop, and let's be honest, it's probably also his staff, right? Yes, he. no, it is true. He says my team and I are reading through because no one person could read through this entire uh, USBS Act. No one person could do it. So he's got a whole team going through it. He said here at the end, um, to have read the entire bill by now alone, I guess, you would have needed to read four pages per minute without taking any breaks, just four pages a minute for 16 straight hours. And you'd have been able to get through the whole bill. They say read the bill. Yeah, read the bill. What was that congressman's name? That wasn't Waxman. Who was it? Charlie. Oh, man, I'm drawing a blank on his name. I, I can picture him. They say read the bill. And I got or Nancy Pelosi, right? We have to read the bill, or we have to uh, we have to pass the bill in order to to know what's in it. Yeah, this is like this is the 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 worst kept secret. Nobody reads these bills. Nobody in this on on staff, right? They're all looking to get one thing. They're all looking to get a couple things that they want in the bill, and if they get those things in the bill, then they'll pass it. And they and they. Create, by the way, this is a negotiating tactic. This is the, the, the false construct of a deadline. You put pressure on somebody in a negotiation by doing well, a couple different things. There's the, you know, the appeal to the higher authority where it's like, oh, I can't make that decision myself. I got to check with my wife. That's a, that's a good one. Use that. Even if you're not married, use that. Appeal to the higher authority. There's the silent treatment where you just sit there and listen. And then when they make an offer, you just stare at them. There's the you can do better where they give you an offer and you're like, oh, come on, you could do better. And it, you can actually use that multiple times, back to back to back to back. It works. And so this is another one, a deadline. You build the pressure, you know, hurry, act now, do it right now. And the reason we have to do it right now is because it's Cliffmas, right? Merry Cliffmas. We have a fiscal cliff and, oh, my God, the whole government's going to shut down. Right before Christmas. And Republicans are worried that a shutdown will hurt them. I don't know why it's two years from the next election, but whatevs. You want to see a fantastic show? No, I'm not going to. I'm not live streaming this show. It's a different kind of show. It's the Light the Nights Festival. It's at Truist Field, running all through the holiday season here through January 6th. 
Um, what did I hear? I heard some of you guys at a Christmas gathering, a soiree, if you will, and uh, somebody referred to it as Three Kings Day or King's Day. Have you ever heard that? Epiphany. It's when the kings arrived. With the frankincense and the gold and the myrrh. I don't know why frankincense is like that valuable. But I yeah, I don't know. Be like, man, I just got some myrrh. I gotta schlep the myrrh. Okay. Anyway, uh now through January 6th, light the nights festival at Truist Field in Uptown. You can go ice skating, you can go snow tubing. They got Christmas trees, shopping, Santa Claus, light shows, live entertainment. Go check it out again now through January 6th. You know that's the 12 days of Christmas, too. From Christmas to Epiphany, it's the 12 days of Christmas. There's also 12 days. Uh, now, contrary to uh, uh, the urban legend, it is not the uh, the days between my birthday and Christmas. That is not the case. I'm just <laughs> not at all. I don't get there's no 12 days of Pete. OK, um, so the uh, oh, hang on. I got an email. Let me read before I move on here regarding uh, do uh, Brett says because uh, I was I was questioning. Do you say happy Kwanzaa? You say Merry Kwanzaa. Because uh, we say Merry Christmas, but we say Happy New Year. And so uh, Brett just says, uh, to save time, just agree to say Happy Evening. Just Happy Everything. So I don't know if he meant to say Happy Everything or Happy Evening. His subject in the email conflicts with the, the content of the email. But we don't say Merry in any other circumstance except Christmas. You would think New Year's would have, like, that would be the natural Merry New Year's or something, because it's so close to Christmas or something, but we don't do that either. Um, on the Omnibus bill, or as I call it, the B and Salmon Act, or the USBS Act, Joseph says, does Zelensky and Raytheon, McDonnell Douglas, etc., know that the bees and salmon are getting money that they could laund, I mean, use to protect our democracy? I figure the wasps and hornets hated America and freedom, but not the bees. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if Zelensky knows, but I mean, he's in Washington right now. And, you know, he's there to like, I guess, pick up his big check. They're, maybe they're going to give him the big check. You know, like the big, like the six foot long, three foot tall, big, ridiculous check. Maybe they're going to give him one of those. They're going to shake his hand. Ooh, maybe they could do like a ribbon cutting too, like a because they're gonna they're actually hang on a second there is something in here. Um, all right, hang on, let me just I'll go through it because I think there's like a Ukraine park, so they could they could do the ribbon cutting on the park and he can get a big one of the oversized ridiculous cartoonish checks and they can hand him the ridiculous oversized cartoonish scissors and he can cut the ribbon at the Ukraine park in D.C. I mean. You're talking synergy here, people. Come on. All right. Uh, $65 million in two programs for Senator Leahy and a federal uh, building named for Nancy Pelosi. Because, as Dan Bishop says, swamp going to swamp. That's it. So he sent out a Twitter feed last night of uh, a stream or a, uh, uh, a thread. See, I keep calling it. It's a tweet storm. It'll always be a tweet storm to me. It's like Burma. Anyway, tweet storm. And uh, at, and and he kind of documents. He and his team are documenting all of the egregious, what he calls egregious spending that is in the one point seven trillion dollar, forty one hundred page omnibus 
Cliffmas bill. This is how they roll. Everybody wants to get out of town before the end of the year, and oh my gosh, oh my gosh, we have a deadline, and I didn't write the, I didn't read the report or the book, and so I didn't write the report, and so we're just gonna have to rush it through and and pay no attention to all of the ridiculous spending in here. You got what you wanted. You asked for the for the bees. You asked for the salmon. You asked for the Michelle Obama trail. You asked for Nancy Pelosi building. So you're gonna get it. Just vote for it. This is not. This is not a good way to govern. This is not a good way to do budgets. And trust me, I know I've done budgets for a long, long time. Well, I mean, I, I mean I've done my household budget. But I've also covered budgets, city council, county commission, school board, state. Right there, There's a regular order. You run this stuff through committees. People then discuss it. You get analysis. You weigh the costs and benefits and such. If it gets through committee, then it goes to the full membership for a vote. Like these are the way, or it puts, gets put into the appropriations bill, and you get different packages inside the bill, and you debate each of those. This is not the way to do it. Unless, of course, you just, you know, want to, you know, raid the Treasury. $477,000 for anti racist training from the Equity Institute. Oh, sorry. I think I just threw up a little bit in my mouth. All right. Uh, $3 million. For the LGBTQ plus museum in New York City. Do you think maybe uh, you could take that $3 million and help them with all of the undocumented, unauthorized immigrants that are coming across the border and getting dumped in New York City? Maybe they're, they're like, hey, we need some money here. Oh, my gosh, state of emergency. We're sanctuary city, but we didn't think anybody was actually going to send the migrants to us. We were just, you know, virtue signaling on that. million in services for DACA recipients. $4.1 million in various career programs for Fairfax County. Because Fairfax County needs them some federal money for career programs. Fairfax County is, after all, the richest county in America. Right? They're right next to Washington, D.C., and they get all that sweet, sweet federal money. There are all these tax consumers living in Fairfax County, living off of government Funds, a.k.a. our money, taxpayer funds. And so they really could use some uh, career programs. If an additional $47 billion in Ukraine funding is not enough for you, don't worry. The bill also authorizes a Ukrainian independence park in D.C. <gasps> oh, virtue signal level 11 achieved. 11 out of 10. Hello, Jim. Welcome to the program. Hey, Pete. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Uh, well, my contention is there is not a two-party system in the country at present. Uh, this, I think, is a classic example of it. What, 20-something Republican senators voting for it? Uh, as, as we have the worst inflation we've had in 40 years, they're getting ready to put another $1.7 trillion on top of it. So you really got to scratch your head, you know, when you see this. As to Ukraine, don't forget, this is one of the most uh, corrupt countries, Pete, in the world. Uh, Uh, Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on a second. I think PolitiFact is telling me that I have to fact check you on that. I I don't think you're allowed to say those words in America. Anything about Ukraine's history or anything about any of the dealings that all of our politicians may have had in Ukraine that, that, that I think you get, uh, you're going to have to be shadow banned. Yeah, well, 
uh, I'll give you my phone number and address. <laughs> no, send them on over. Uh, the, uh, um, yeah, I mean, how do you think uh, uh, Biden and his son were involved over there in Ukraine, getting handed millions of dollars, apparently, for nothing? Uh, and that happened just a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm not sure how the Russia-Ukraine thing is going to work out. I'm not sure it's like two devils fighting each other, really. But um, uh, it seems to me like the biggest issue of that issue is the, the food production that comes out of both those countries. And, there, you know, maybe there's a billion people that are going to get ready to go hungry in the next few years because of it. We'll see how that works out. Right, you got the energy issue out of Russia. You got the uh, uh, the the breadbasket right of the USSR. Uh, so you got that. Yeah, I mean these are these are vital commodities that people need that are in jeopardy now. But all of that also, you know, is in the shadow of the corruption that has plagued Ukraine for years. And yeah, the Hunter Biden story, the Burisma stuff. It's right at the heart of this. And there have been a lot of people. It's bipartisan, right? There are a lot of people in D.C. that have connections inside of uh, Ukraine, both current and past governments. But but at the same time, Pete, we keep putting trillions of dollars on this debt, which is at an all-time record high. We got 40-year inflation, and, uh, you know, another $1.7 trillion is almost if it's, uh, you know, not a big deal. Let's get it done before Christmas time so we can beat the storm the hell out of here. Right. You know? Yeah, well, we're going to find out. Too. Yeah, Jim, I appreciate it, um, and uh, Merry Christmas if I don't speak with you again. But, uh, yeah, we're going to find out if the uh, MMT, the Modern Monetary Theory, we're going to find out if that's true. Right? We're going to find out good and hard. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. 704-570-1110-1800-WBT-1110. The email is Pete at the thepetecalendarshow.com. So the USBS Act, as I call it, the B and Salmon Act, because it is loaded down with all sorts of earmarks and pork projects and uh, non-necessary spending, Let's see, what we do have is $858 billion in defense spending and $772.5 billion in non-defense discretionary spending. So, 858 defense, 772 non-defense. So, this is why Republican leadership is saying this is a win, because the Democrats wanted the non-defense discretionary spending to be equal or more than the defense spending. And yay, us Republicans, we got more money for defense. Um, we have, let's see, the, uh, oh, here, we, here it is. Uh, the bill allocates $1.56 billion to Customs and Border Protection for border management requirements. And 339, 340 basically million to Immigration and Customs Enforcement for non-detention border management requirements. However, the funds are prohibited from being used to, quote, acquire, maintain, or extend border security technology and capabilities unless they uh, are for improving processing. So more money for processing, but no money for security. You cannot extend it. You can't acquire it. You can't maintain it. We're giving you no money for security. It's just going to be for the processing side. 
right? So once they're here, process, 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 get them out. Get them into the society, right? We are only willing to pay for the revolving doors. We're not willing to pay for the glass in the revolving doors. <laughs> this is what they're saying. You got you can come in and that and we want to just keep it spinning because you keep moving, process, process, because they're not even doing that well. They're losing track of thousands and thousands of people. Oh, but hang on. We do have money for we do have money for some other borders. Um where was it here? Do 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 oh yeah, we're building monuments for journalists and service animals. Uh, the bill names 25 post offices in addition to the dozens that Congress has already renamed this session. And Dan Bishop, congressman from North Carolina's 9th District, says he's amazed we haven't run out of post offices to rename yet. I mean, it's bound to happen eventually. Uh, we got $524 million for a DEI and structural racism-focused NIH subdivision, National Institutes of Health, because they've earned it, don't you think? They've earned our trust on this stuff? Absolutely. Um, oh, I mentioned that salmon wasn't the only uh, uh, wasn't the only you know aquatic life that's getting money. There's 300k per year for the continuous plankton recorder. Um, gender programs in Pakistan. Uh, sorry, Pakistan. Gender programs. Two hundred million dollars for a gender equity fund. Um. billion for the FBI, 1.75 billion for the ATF, 2.63 billion for U.S. attorneys with an emphasis on the J6 prosecutions and domestic terrorism cases. Congress has uh, the House of Representatives has an office of diversity and inclusion. It's going to get 26 million, 286 million uh, in Title Nine or sorry Title Ten funding, which funds Planned Parenthood. $70 $70 million for minority business development. Um, where is the... Well, here, I'll take... Let me take a call here and... Uh, and it's, uh, hello, John. Welcome to the program. Hey, Pete. First, Merry Christmas. But I wanted to say something about your uh, your pork bill there. Yes, sir. Um, I am nowhere near a wonk like you. I listened to all, you, uh, all of your resources there yesterday. Um, I only go to a couple, but many moons ago... Uh, I had heard or read something where Nancy Pelosi was very huge in the salmon market over in the Pacific Islanders, uh, Guam area, mm. and uh, it's. I have always I have always noted that every year when the budget comes out, there's junk in there for salmon, and it, I really believe it's a testament to her. But also, uh, yesterday, dude, great on you for your conviction and how you vote. Uh, well, I tried calling to get time to tell you that. You're allowed to do whatever the heck you want to, and you have conviction to say, I'm not doing it. And congratulations. Well, thank you, John. I appreciate it. I was not aware of uh, Nancy's connections to Big Fish, but I will look into that. I appreciate it. Merry Christmas, John. Thanks for the kind words as well. We'll keep diving. I mean, not for the fish in the in the BS Act here. And Karen, stay on the line. If you'd like, I'll get to you after the news. Thank you.